Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to our special D23 Expo edition of This Week in Marvel, the official Marvel podcast of all the cool things. We, uh, well, I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M. I'm Mark Strom, a.k.a. Marvel.com editor. And uh, so for us, D23 Expo is done. We have completed all our assignments. We have done all the things. We have climbed the mountain. We have climbed back down the mountain. We went back up the mountain again, and now we're climbing down. And we went back up again, and now we're taking a chalet down. Uh, Strami, you do not have that kind of stamina to do those climbs. That's absolutely correct. I only made it actually about a fifth of the way up the mountain. This is true. I fell back down. Um, so I think uh, right before I we started recording, I tweeted, "Is are you here for Ant-Man? I am. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I tweeted that uh, <laughs> someone who finds me on the uh, on the show floor, I posted a picture with a little Ant-Man toy, very, very rare Ant-Man uh, toy from Hasbro. And then within two minutes, I have been found. The toy has been claimed. She is wonderful. I took a photo with her yesterday. Uh, it is great. So that is D23. I'm very excited. But for those of you listening, we thought, why don't we recap all the cool stuff? Um, 90% Marvel. Maybe a little 10% of non-Marvel stuff. <laughs> uh, so a little bit of non-Marvel stuff. And then um, just because we're excited, we're fans. Uh, you know, it's good things. We're a bunch of big old nerds. Yeah. I don't know if you've picked up on that yet. Uh, on Friday, we uh, we didn't have anything, I think, specifically no, nothing Marvel, Marvel. But uh, I'm super bummed because I did not get into the... Um, the animation panel because I would have loved to have seen The Rock come out and blow the roof off the place. What? Wait, The Rock came out. He's doing. Uh, he's. They have a. I think it's Moana. It's uh, an animated film that he's working on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, so we had The Rock and then um, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, sir, if you're looking for the Ant Man, he's gone. He's gone already. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Live guys, this is this is how we do it. This it's, is this is gonna happen at least seven more times. I know it's wonderful. We... Um, so uh, we missed that. Too bad. So sad. Um, I got to check out a really cool Imagineering panel because we have buddies who are in Imagineering, and it's just a fascinating part of the Disney creative process. But then Saturday, Saturday we kick things off in style, right, Strami? Yeah, there there was uh, some some presentation from some obscure movie studio that I've never heard of called Marvel. Marvel. Marvel, uh, and they showed us some stuff from a uh, Doctor Strange film. Uh, but seriously, though, we did we showed off. Uh, really, I think this is really honestly the first look at anything, anything that anybody's like, ever gotten. Legitimately, from the, film. the first time we showed yeah. the public. Anything. And, and we haven't started filming it yet, so no. of course there's no like footage or anything. Yeah, but so the we, director, Scott Derrickson, yes. is in the UK right now doing pre-production on the film. And uh, speaking of the UK and the film, Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays Dr. Stephen Strange yes. in the movie, actually they, he recorded a video for the audience because he couldn't make it because he is, <laughs> he is performing in a theatrical production right yes, now. Yes, out there. over in London. Yeah, so he can't take off the time to come here, unfortunately, but he sent a really funny video. It was very cute. Uh, he was thanking everyone, and then we played this cool reel that showed all kinds of really amazing concept art. Yep, including your first look at the Doctor Strange costume. Uh, we also uh, confirmed that Chiwetel Legia for it uh, will be Carl Mordo. Yes, and Carl Amadeus. Carl Mordo. Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Uh, don't ever try and karaoke that song, folks. There are a lot more words than Rock Me Amadeus. Don't make the same mistake I did. Yeah, this um, is true. Tilda Swinton will be playing the Ancient One. Yes. Um, I know you are super psyched for that one. Oh, my Ryan. God. She is one of my favorite actors. She is incredible. Yep. And then after Strange, uh, producer Kevin Feige brought out Chris Evans and uh, uh, Anthony Mackie, of yep. course, Captain America and Falcon from Marvel's Captain America Civil War. They flew in from Germany, I believe. Correct? Didn't Anthony yeah, Mackie yeah, say yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they flew in from... I couldn't fully get a handle on exactly what he was saying, so Anthony Mackie also said they stopped in uh, either Greenland or... Uh, I think he said Greenland, maybe Iceland, that they, he was like, it was really nice, blah, blah, blah. But they came from Germany. They probably had a stopover and then came here. Yes. Uh, filming the, f- the movie, but they made it all the way out here. Mackie was like, you could just tell he was having a blast. 
And then he's like, but you know, I'm not gonna come here alone. I'm gonna bring my friend. And boom, out comes Chris Evans, grinning ear to ear. Uh, so happy and like excited. And you could tell he's a guy who grew up on Disney stuff and is like all the people here. He's genuinely loves being a part of all of this. Yeah. He came out, he was really excited. He was excited about everything, but then like when he was, they were talking about showing footage and showing the actual first look at Marvel's Captain America Civil War, he was like walking around the stage like visibly jittery and excited to show people. And he's like, he's, you know, whispering into the microphone, it's so good. He was really, really happy, which translated very well. Yes. It was really cool. Yep. And then we got to see about four minutes worth of the film kicked off with uh, Captain America, Falcon, and Widow? Yeah. Captain America, Falcon, and Black Widow. Uh, on uh, on a mission, yeah. they were hunting down crossbones. Yep, got a little bit of action from that. Yeah, then uh, we got to see our first look at Red Wing. Yes, which is um, sort of this drone droid. Yep, that, yep. that the drone that comes out of Falcon's like pack. His backpack, his suit pack har- wing har- thing. Harness. harness? His, sure. Yeah, harness. Harness. That sounds like yeah, a right that, word. Yeah, that sounds more legitimate than backpack. Yes. Um, so we got to see that. Uh, we got to see tons of action, tons of uh, even beyond those three in that first scene. You got to see Vision, you got to see Scarlet Witch, you got to see Hawkeye, um, and you got to see a Winter Soldier, and it all ended with uh, Captain America, or rather Scott Lang meeting Captain America, and vice versa, but Scott Lang is considerably more excited to meet Captain America than Captain America is to meet this random guy named Scott Lang yeah. that he's never met before. Yes. Oh, man, it was so good. There was also the, the great moments with uh, with Bucky and Cap. Like, all, one of those things that, uh, and I tweeted about it, is, like, there's a part where uh, Cap and Winter Soldier are, like, after this great thing where they're together in, um, in this, the same scene we saw from Ant-Man, there's a really emotional moment. And then it goes into the montage, and it, it, the montage has Cap and Bucky rolling side by side, like doing stuff, yep. like out there being awesome, being superheroes, being like best friends. It was really great. It was one of those things that like, I can't wait to see more of that and for fans to see more of that. Uh, seeing Vision, the way he was dressed, and I don't want to say too much more, but there's like this shot of Vision, which is maybe the favorite thing from anyone internally at Marvel uh, that we talked to who's yeah. seen this stuff a bunch of times. Like us, we, I think we lost it the first time we saw it. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, but there, so much great stuff. And yes, it ends with those Ant-Man moments that uh, the, the place was uproarious and really into it. Yep. It's really cool. The rest of the uh, Disney Studios panel was terrific. A lot of really cool stuff. I think for, for probably the two of Mark and I, um, uh, the Jungle Book yep, is great. the thing that just blew us away. And that kid, the the kid, they brought out the kid who stars Ant onto the stage. Yep, and he's so unbearably adorable. <laughs> yes, that it's just like, oh, oh. yes, we're yeah. in the middle of recording something. Sorry. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So he's unbearably adorable. I, I, I'm pretty sure that movie. All they need to do for a marketing campaign is just like have that record that kid yes everybody wants to see that movie I know um, and Lupita uh, Nyong'o is that how you say your name I believe so I believe so she is the superstar of Disney Studios this is true. See. she's in Star Wars she's in Jungle Book and she's in uh, there's another movie uh, there's a it's a someone's name yeah it was Queen of yeah, yeah. Queen of Katwe that's what it was yes thank yes. you um and, but she is when she she came out on stage like three or four times and just so like she just has this presence about her that was so terrific she is legit movie star stuff right there which was cool um, there's a whole bunch of other movies uh, Beauty and the Beast I mean that has a stacked cast really really cool that was going to be fun a lot of really cool stuff and then they ended with Star Wars yes which was great um, and the announcement of Star Wars Land. Coming. Before they got to Star Wars Land, we got to see our first, like a first still from Star Wars One. Anthology Rogue One, which looked great. They confirmed like 
directors for episode nine, for eight. The, for the Han Solo Han Solo, Solo stuff, film. which is Lord, is that Lord Miller? Yeah, Lauren Miller. Which. And will also be written by Lawrence Kasdan and, and son, his son, John Kasdan. Yeah. That, to me, has the potential to be the one of the greatest movies of all time. I, Lawrence Kasdan, great writer. Lord and Miller are just incredible. I go back with them to Clone High. Do you I, know Clone High? No, I, Strami? Strami? Strami. Yeah. Strami? Yeah. Strami. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing tonight. you got to watch as much Clone High as you can possibly Is this absorb. Is a TV series? It was a TV series in uh, the early aughts. Uh, it was an animated show on MTV here in the States. Uh, had you know distribution elsewhere in, uh, like I know Canada. Canada actually has a DVD. I bought the DVD when I was in Canada because um, it never came out on DVD in the U.S. But it's about uh, a, a high school of clones of famous people <laughs> and it's got an amazing cast. It's just incredibly weird and absurd and really funny. Gandhi is like a super partier. Um, I just, like, I don't want to say too much because I think you need to experience it. Everyone who's listening needs to experience it. I am very excited for everything Lord and Miller touch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and then Star Wars, The Lands, coming to Anaheim and Orlando. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That was not expected. Totally exciting. So, it's going to, there's 14 acres yes. of Star Wars land going to Disneyland and to Disney Hollywood Studios. Yes. So, um, just bananas right yep. there. Yep. That was great. And then, oh, we, speaking of parks, we had the parks panel yep. yesterday. Yeah. We gave some new details on the Iron Man experience, which is coming to Hong Kong Disneyland in 2016. Yep. Uh, we've got, they show off some new concept art, some new logos for it. You can check all that out on Marvel.com. Yep. Uh, what you can't see on Marvel.com, because it's exclusive to the room, was they showed a little bit of footage from the ride. It's Well, it'll be like, so think of it sort of as like a kind of a star tourism thing yeah where you get into a vehicle and then you go on an adventure alongside iron man to fend off hydra who is attacking Tony stark's new stark tower in hong kong um and oh we also showed the suit the iron man suit that will be a part of yeah did that. you mention the iron wing though no the iron well the iron wing is the thing that you will be in so yeah. basically the setup is is you're taking a tour of stark expo and while you're there, you know, Tony Stark is showing off to you this new technology, the Iron Wing, yep. that you all get into, and then Hydra attacks. And you in the Iron Wing, along with Iron Man, fight off the forces of Hydra. So, yeah. and yeah. the video they showed was super cool, a lot of yep. great concept art. Yep. Yep. And we also showed off the Iron Man suit yeah. uh, that uh, cast members at uh, Hong Kong Disneyland will be wearing as a part of the attraction. It's very cool, very lifelike looks great uh i mean it looks very hot so i i i uh i imagine I do not, it has cooling i do not elements in it hopefully because otherwise i do not envy the fellow who has to walk around in that yeah, all day I, I would assume as much i mean like you can't i would imagine they have that technology and it's it's pretty great yeah yeah that's uh, my guess i'm just guessing here I uh, just watched uh, a gal in a Captain Marvel sweater walk by, which is fantastic. There's a gentleman in a Deadpool shirt. Like, all the cool Marvel fans here makes me so happy. Uh, we've been, this is our third time at D23. Yes. Uh, and every year it's like more and more Marvel fans representing. It's so cool. Um, uh, so, yeah, the park stuff, all that, that, that stuff. Stan Lee came out. Yep. Um, really super cool. A fun experience with him. You can check that out on YouTube. Uh, but also they showed all of Stan's cameos, which was uh, like just made everyone in the room really, really happy. Uh, we got more details also on the uh, Star Wars land. And uh, so that was great. Uh, that, that thing is going to be bonkers. I mean, 14 acres. It's like its own planet. It's got a cantina. It's going to have a cantina. All everything, all the shops and everything will be, um, you know, uh, the people working those shops will be uh, in character in character from different races and stuff, I would imagine. So that's going to be incredible. Uh, really immersive experience. They're going to have two rides in there. Yep. Or two attractions, I should say. Uh, in, in one of which you actually pilot the Millennium Falcons. Yeah, right? Like, so. what is even happening? 
I can't wait for that. There's going to be some cool stuff with uh, like another attraction that they're doing. Uh, they also mentioned that they're doing some cool stuff before they do all that land stuff. So they're yeah. going to they're going to do like an expansion, thematic expansion kind of for Star Wars weekends. Yes. To like season of the Force. Yeah, Star well, Wars stuff. It'll be like a, a larger celebration, and um, also they they are bringing one of the uh, planets from. The Force Awakens yep. to Star Tours. Yeah, so yeah. they're bringing that to Star Tours. They're changing. They're gonna modify Space Mountain to be Hyperspace Mountain. Yes, which I'm very excited about. Like all this stuff, super cool, really, really great. Uh, so that was all. That was a lot of the park stuff. You can find more of that stuff online. Uh, also on our end, uh, this morning on Sunday when we rec- are recording this, we opened up the show with uh, Disney Kingdom's panel, yep. which is our line of. Uh, comics inspired by Disney rides, attractions, and, and themes and stuff, uh, which was cool. Uh, Bill Roseman, who's now with Marvel Games, but he was the first editor yes. on the Disney Kingdoms projects. Yep, and uh, we had a couple of the Imagineers from yeah. Disney Imagineering. We had Jim Zub, who uh, wrote the Figment series and is currently writing Figment 2 out yeah. in a few weeks. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's just uh, it's a great panel. Very lots of fun little anecdotes you can read. Our live blog of it is yeah. actually a very very fun experience. Yeah, and the the, um, the library editions. Yes, we we are releasing library editions of the Disney Kingdom books, starting with uh, Figment and followed by Seekers of the Weird. These are library editions. They'll be available starting around December, um, where. We're getting these books into libraries, into school, yeah. into school libraries, into great. public libraries, and they will be oversized hardcover editions of each single issue. So it won't be a library edition of the collected trade or anything. It will be in, for Figment, for instance, there will be five uh, oversized hardcover library editions, one for each issue of the original series. And yeah. then, like I say, once Figment comes out around December, that will be followed by Seekers of the Weird. Yes. It's going to be pretty great. I'm very excited for that. Uh, then we rounded out the last thing that we did at any of the panels. We were at the interactive panel. But for the, I didn't, we didn't tell anyone we were going to have anything at the interactive panel. The interactive panel was very Star Wars heavy. Yes. Uh, a lot of really cool stuff with Star Wars Battlefront from EA. They're going to have deep free DLC uh, related to The Force Awakens. Yep. Uh, they're going to have a PS4 that is Darth Vader inspired. Yep. Um, gosh, they're also giving away classic Star Wars games on PS4. Uh, and if you buy the special bundles for certain games. Yep. And of course, Star Wars coming to Disney Infinity 3.0. Yeah. Well, I was going to, before we get to that, they have a really cool thing the Magic uh, Kingdoms mobile game. Oh, yes. Were you there yeah. in time for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that. super cool. Um, there was that and all the Kingdom Hearts stuff that they were doing. Yep. Uh, they're bringing Big Hero 6 to Kingdom Hearts. Uh, so they were uh, bringing Big Hero 6 to Kingdom Hearts. What? Um, yep. Uh, we just had a great little pause in the podcast for uh, one of uh, the fans here at D23. Her name is Grace. Told her I'd give her a shout out. She's one of the sorcerers who's like the epic, epicest of fans here. Uh, but we were talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. They're bringing Big Hero 6 into yep, Baymax, the game. Baymax, Baymax and a whole world yep. based on Big Hero 6. Which is super cool. Uh, the way it like interacts with elements from the film and then all kinds of various things. So that's going to be great. Um, and then, yeah, all, it, Disney Infinity 3.0 was like Let's the crowning part of the panel. And yep. deservedly so. Because that game looks, you know, the last couple of days has been amazing. And uh, it, it's so good, very cool. Uh, we're gonna have, um, well, they're gonna have all the the Star Wars content in there for 3.0, and we announced for us that we will have a new playset coming in the spring. We announced the name of it. It will be Ma- Marvel Battlegrounds. Yep. Um, and we have already previously announced that, of course, two of the new figures from Marvel coming for 3.0 are Ultron and the Iron Man Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. Both inspired by Avengers Age of Ultron. And... Uh, uh, but four-player... Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Four. The, the Battlegrounds is going to be the first four-player playset in Disney Infinity, which is cool. I love that, you know... We have a like a pioneering part of the game in this 
in 3.0, which is great. Yes. Uh, also, shout out to my boy uh, Adam Colford, who wrote the Inside Out play uh, playset for oh, 3.0. Cool. He does um, he does Laugh Out Loud Cats, uh, which is a great web comic, and uh, he's Ape Lad on on Twitter and, and stuff, and super funny dude. So very excited for that, uh, all that stuff, and so the Disney Infinity 3.0 was just like boom, 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 hit after hit after hit. When they got to they, they got into the Star Wars part, they showed um, the figures for the Force Awakens content, which is going to be great. Yep. Yep. And yeah, and like I said, uh, Ultron Iron Man Hulkbuster armor. We gave a new preview of that. You can follow that or see that on our YouTube and Marvel.com right now. Yeah. Then they brought out John Boyega and Daisy yep. Ridley, uh, two of the stars of Star Wars: The Force Awakens. They came out. They gave away their figures to. Uh, to like the the first prototypes of yep. um, their characters in Disney Infinity 3.0 to some lucky fans, and they also uh, gave away some free stuff to the fans in the crowd. It was just it was a humdinger of a time, Stromy. Humdinger. Hum, dinger. A humming dinger. Yes. Uh, so really solid, really fun uh, D23 Expo, and I liked it because we were able to enjoy the show while at the same time getting our work done. Absolutely. Yeah, and not. Driving ourselves nuts, like at Comic-Con. You know how traumatic it is for you to bring up those memories. Yes, I do. Um, so we're going to then drive over to uh, some interviews I did a couple days ago at the Disney Infinity Toy Box Summit. I talked to uh, Bob Lowe, who is uh, sort of like the head of the Toy Box stuff. Had some really cool um, insight into putting all that together, and then I had John Vignacchi and uh, John Blackburn, two the, like the two figureheads for everything um, creative and business on Disney Infinity. Who I just I, I adore them. They, I've spent a lot of time with them over the last you know year and a half, and they're super fun. They're great guys. Um, you can you can hear uh, Vignacchi and I just missing each other. During the pod- that part of the podcast. It's great. It's very sweet. Aw. Yeah. All right, so back here at the Disney Infinity 3.0 Toy Box Summit, joined by the CMO of the Muppets, John Vignacchi. <laughs> How's it going, brother? What's up, Ryan Pinagos? Very exciting. I miss you, man. I miss you, too. Dude, I have not seen you in forever. I figured I was going to see you at Comic-Con, and I did not see you at Comic-Con. Dude, I walked by. We had, one, your uh, the pop-up shop felt like yes. it was 12 miles away from the convention center. I, oh, I'm aware. I, and we'll, I, we'll correct that next year. I thought la- the f- last year it was so much closer. It right? was. It did and feel it was, so much closer. It, it felt like it was, oh, it's right there. It's great. It's super easy. Right. Uh, and the only reason I ended up getting to walk past was because we had to do, we had a, a live podcast in the library, which was another 12 miles <laughs> down the way. And I saw the giant lines. I was like, I was going to go in, but we were running late for some stuff. I was, I was surprised. You know what? As you pointed out, I was surprised given... As far away as we were, that still so many people came. I mean, that was uh, yeah. That was that was really really cool. It's um, a great testament to what you guys have been building. Here. Hopefully, hopefully, and actually, that was the first place. Speaking of Marvel, that we uh, we showed Hulkbuster and Ultron as playable inside the new Disney Infinity. Did you, uh, we gave away um, Hulkbuster and uh, Ultron, like the ones that we had? Did, now I heard that at a, yeah. at a panel, right? Yeah. So you know, I didn't even get tickets to Comic Con this year. Oh come on! Yeah, I actually had to. I had to hustle them from the president of our division, <laughs> who uh, he was like, oh, "I can't. I can't be there on Saturday. I gotta go. Uh, gotta go back up to uh, Los Angeles." But uh, and I was like, "Here, I'll take your pass." And then I went, and of course, I did what what every uh, super nerd does. I went and spent way too much money. What did on, you buy? Uh, uh, I actually bought. Um, this is so silly. I can't believe I'm gonna admit this here on uh, on, on a Marvel podcast. But um, I bought a big gigantic. Um, Captain America bathrobe. Um. <laughs> I have a doc. If it's from the same people, I have a Doctor Who bathrobe from them. Do you? Yeah. Right, but that's not a Marvel property. No, but that's wow. okay. Still fans. Yeah, yeah. So I. But but it's like when you pull the hood over your head, it has the, the little mask on there. That's great. And um, yeah, really def- soft, right? It is really it's soft. So comfortable. A couple of times though, I've gotten out of the the shower, right, and I totally like. Like you know, do the thing where I turn my back to the mirror and then I like look over my shoulder and I'm. Um, <laughs> That's probably TMI for this, but I definitely it's the coolest bathrobe ever. Yeah, um, it really is. So yeah, I bought that, and then uh, uh, just a whole bunch of other stuff. Some some custom prints that uh, uh, some friends had, and there's actually a, a super sweet 
Iron Man toy that I didn't get, but I really wanted to get, which is like it's powered by magnets. And it's like an Iron Man flying. The egg, it's called like Egg Attack or something like that. Is that right? what it is? If he's sort of like got a big head and a little body. I think so, but he's he's literally like flying. Like yep. he's he's not attached to anything. It's magnets. He's yeah. like four inches off the ground. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So I have to I have to go hunt down and catch one of those. But yeah, it was a it was a really good con this year. Um, crazy busy. Yeah, it's really outgrown San Diego. <laughs> Right. It, it is all of San Diego. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And like especially and I feel bad, like, you know, as a video game guy, right, in a video game group, like I mean we're definitely encroaching on Comic Con with all the stuff we do, but it bleeds over so much between the games and the comics and everything. But man, it is everywhere. I mean, like us, you could have a a booth 12 miles away yeah. and people will still come <laughs> because it's just all of San Diego. So what were the fans most excited about when they were there at at the uh, pop up shop? Yeah, I think that you know, obviously we were showing the new Star Wars content that we're putting into Infinity, but I saw a lot of people spending time with the Speedway. And the Speedway is actually a new toy box expansion game that we've added this year that lets you take any Disney, Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars character and, and put them into a kart racing mode. And so we have all these different power discs that we release over the course of Disney Infinity 1, Disney Infinity 2. They have all these different types of vehicles. And so it's like super funny to get a character like Hulkbuster, who's huge, actually the biggest character that we have in the game, and then put him on, like, I don't know if you saw um, uh, the Muppets, the little Interpol car, right? Oh, the the okay. one, like, Sam the Eagle, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like totally, he's crowded in. So, anyway, to see Hulkbuster get on top <laughs> of that and then use that as his little cart and then, you know, race around the world of. Um, of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was was a lot of fun. So I saw a lot of people spending time in Speedway. Obviously, the Star Wars stuff was incredibly popular, and then the Marvel fans themselves, especially because it's Comic Con, right? And they're filled they're filled with your fans. Um, spent a lot of time looking at all the different moves and the different animations of Ultron as well as Hulkbuster, what the super moves are like, and you know it was still not final at the time, but we were getting positive feedback from them. So I, I hope that we're headed in the right direction. That's great. I think. What like a casual observer doesn't understand how deep the like the RPG aspect of it is, and and all like how when you start leveling the characters up really crazily, you know, intensely the, deci- the decisions you make, yeah, right? and the things you you like. Okay, I have to do you know if I want my character to do this crazy move five steps away, I have to go down this path, right? And all stuff, yeah, that part there's of the so future. much. There is there's a lot there, and you know, hopefully this year it's going to get even deeper. We haven't. Uh, we haven't announced all the characters yet that we're adding for the Marvel roster, but we're, we're adding some great ones. We've been working with, obviously, your team and all the great guys in New York, you know, Peter Phillips and Dan Buckley and Chris Fondacaro on all the different characters and what characters make the most sense to be added to Infinity and, you know, what your guys' priorities are. So it's, uh, it's, it's really cool, and I think Marvel fans are going to be excited about what new characters are coming to Infinity that they're going to be able to enjoy themselves as core fans, but then also, you know, with their kids. Yeah. Yeah, that aspect of introducing characters to different generations or different, you know, fandoms yeah. is so great. And, you know, just looking at the over here at the uh, Toy Box Summit, you have a wall of, is that every IGP? Well, that that is yeah that, we, that has been shown. Yeah, already. that's been announced. And actually, we have open slots in this in this in this wall <laughs> that is teasing, of course, new characters that are to come. Yeah, I imagine the the collectors out there got to have them all. And so, like <laughs> as as they get them all, they start exploring who these characters are and finding out. For me, there's like the there's one character I think is from Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, that, uh, he's like the cat looking dude. The cat. Think, oh, that's Zeb. Zeb. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the the show that well. Yeah. But, like I saw him. He looks so gr- like the figure looks so great. Yeah. Like I want to. I want to play with him. You know what's crazy is that actually that character is based on the original Macquarie design of Chewbacca. I can see it a hundred percent right now. So I was actually just in Germany at a at a gaming convention called Gamescom. Yeah. And they had this Star Wars exhibit there that was absolutely incredible and it had two hundred pieces of original concept art from Star Wars episodes four through six as it was in development. And one of them that they have is Chewbacca as he was final against the original design. And when you know that little bit of backstory about how that Zeb character from Star Wars Rebels was based on the original Chewbacca design, you look at this thing, you're like, oh, that's Zeb. You know, even though the design from 20 years ago is intended, you know, at first as Chewbacca. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a he's a really cool character. And it's fun because... 
you get guys, you know, Disney fans, for example, last year got introduced to a whole bunch of new Marvel characters that they might not have been as familiar with through Infinity. And I think one thing that was a big success, and, and we had mentioned to you guys when we came back and did kind of a post-mortem with your team, was uh, how many girls actually came in through Infinity to get to know a lot of the Marvel characters, which is fun, because especially in games, you know, it's, it's always been predominantly kind of a boy thing, but it's really, really nice that with Infinity, we're servicing a lot of different, you know, girl gamers as well. Yeah. They're coming into the platform and getting to know your characters. So I, I think that that's something that's fun. And like I brought up earlier today, now we can know for sure who would win in a fight. Is it Thor or Darth Vader? It's going to be Thor, Wait, right? Wait, you weren't here. No, I wasn't here. Oh, this is awesome. All right, so for everyone that's listening, we had uh, Mike Jones and Bill Roseman uh-huh. on from Marvel Games Group, and then we had Matt Philibrandt from Lucasfilm, and, I, and we did a panel this morning talking about, you know, how cool is it that you get to work with these companies and represent these brands? Yeah, I saw and, Billy tweeting about it. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then um, I was like, guys, I just want to know who's, who would win in a fight. Is it going to be Thor or Darth Vader? And um, it's wild to watch those guys be so reserved with each other, even though they know in their own heads, like, yeah, Thor would totally destroy him. And, you know, and, and Philip Brandt saying in his head, yeah, but Vader's got a Death Star. Like, and they're like trying to be nice, like that they should be joining forces when in fact, I mean, Thor's a god, right? But then Vader, I mean, I do get that point. Like Vader does have the Death Star. Yeah. But you would bet Thor. I would. I, I think there's... Thor becomes such a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Just like you put him down, he gets back up. You put him down, he gets back up. You put him down, he gets back up. And in a sense, it's like the Hulk. He gets when he gets angrier and like more beaten up, he becomes almost scarier and more dangerous right, right. in a different way from the Hulk. Whereas Vader, you know, like comes at you full force right away, and he could probably take down ninety percent of anything. Mm. But if he if you get back up. You know, like when he's already unleashed everything. Right. You know, Mjolnir comes and just smashes that. Whoom, right. Face right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, sorry, dude. It's awesome. You're down. We did a tease at Comic-Con. Speaking of Marvel characters, we said uh, we did a tease. It was an image that said something big is coming to Disney Infinity. And it was uh, a whole bunch of your characters. There was Hulk <laughs> with his hands. He was holding a very little guy in his hand. Yeah. So that got oh, a good pop at the the panel. You didn't come to. Uh, well, I wasn't. I, I did because I didn't have a ticket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone yeah. kind of you know. We're always really good at over teasing a tease. <laughs> Look, you're speaking of the masters of it. Yeah, we, we, right. <laughs> we make a tease of a tease of a teaser. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, who are the characters in 3.0? that you're super excited for fans to play as a Star Wars character. For from the Star Wars perspective, I think that's a it's a it's a huge mix of, of different characters. I really like a character from the Star Wars Rebel series that we've integrated by the name of Kanan. We have a comic book about Kanan. I was going what yeah. I was going to say is for me, it's great because we have Star Wars comics. We're yeah. putting out like four or five books a month. So it, it's now part of like, oh, I could talk about Star Wars at my leisure. It's part <laughs> of my job. Yeah, yeah Kanan's super cool. Yeah, and so What's cool about him inside of Infinity is the fact that he basically can juggle between using his lightsaber and then also using his blaster. And so we actually brought on a development studio by the name of Ninja Theory who worked on a game called DMC Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. Really, really popular game Capcom did. And um, a lot of those same mechanics that Dante uses of juggling people with his sword and then using uh, his, his gun... It was actually translated into Infinity of Kanan using his his lightsaber and then using his blaster. So he's a really fun character that I like a lot this year. Um, I also think that Sabine, another character from Star Wars Rebels, you know, she uses all these different paint bombs and paint grenades and things uh, to, to blow up different enemies. is really fun. Actually, we had a bug in development right as we were just finishing <laughs> Infinity 3 where for some reason there was a problem with the shader. And when Sabine would go and drop the little paint grenades down on the ground, uh, when they'd explode, they would explode all red. And so it looked like blood was oh, going gosh. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, we had all these stormtroopers there, and they're like, <laughs> and it looked like, oh, my goodness, we had to fix that. So that was a real fun one. Hi, boss. Hey. John Blackburn's here. Uh, Wanna say hello to everyone? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Ryan's podcast from uh, Marvel. I know. I, think, John. I, I decided to come over and just like bust in and well, I like grab it. a chair. Or, do you want me to grab yeah, a chair? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, That's John Blackburn. He's 
Senior Vice President and General Manager of Disney Infinity. Uh, and I know someone's going to take my calling you the CMO of the Muppets seriously. So what is your <laughs> title so we can make sure that that's on the record? Uh, so I'm uh, uh, VP of Production for Disney Infinity. So I get to uh, work with all these great teams and all these great brands and, and be the tip of the spear for integrating them all into one, one project, which is not exactly an easy thing to do no i can't imagine it is yeah um but john do you have a muppets title are you are you do you have a i told him about kyle's thing about <laughs> being the ceo of the muppets wow. and then i'm cmo what are you john i've been relegated to the head of it oh <laughs> that's a very important position so we i keep the data flowing on the muppets <laughs> <laughs> the muppets are awesome uh we were just talking about the 3.0 star wars characters and some of uh jv's favorites who are your favorites Oh, uh, man. So, like, so there's there's kind of different classes of characters, and I love the characters that have both lightsabers and pistols. That's what I just brought up. Oh, man. With Kanan. It is so awesome. But, I mean, like, Luke's that way, too, right? So it's like, I mean, um, but they are, the, the, the juggle and then shoot is, is fantastic in the game. I love it. And I think, actually, one that I didn't bring up, which is super cool and comes with the starter pack, is Ahsoka. Um, Ahsoka Tano is uh, a character from the Clone Wars animated series. The, yeah, the, she's Twi'lek, I believe yeah, Twi'lek, it is. And then she was, um, so as we were actually working on the game, we had said, you know, because we know that there are a lot of girls that play Infinity, we want a strong, powerful female Jedi. And initially, when we were working with Lucasfilm, they had said, you know, your, your content that we would like you to work on is, is the complete Star Wars saga. So that's episodes one through three, four through six, as well as episode seven the force awakens and so we had said we really want to have ahsoka though as a character so how do we do that and they actually worked with us to come up with an original story for our what's called twilight of the public playset which comes in our starter pack that ahsoka is a big part of and she dual wields lightsabers which she's is a ton of fun yeah and she's got a yeah yeah she's got a cool inverse hold as well so she's a cool character to play as too yeah i love that you brought up the the girls playing the game because i think that's a perception that uh, to me, in my head, it's a perception that everybody's had that girls don't play video games or girls don't read comic books or girls don't like the things that boys like. But, you know, like more and more, especially we're seeing it at Marvel is like that ain't true. They want all these cool things. So you have seen a lot of that over the last couple of years. Yeah. With Infinity. And I think I think the other thing is um, it's actually it's wild because. And it's probably different for us because we're like a toys to life game, right? Versus, you know, some of the other groups that deal with different things. But for us, it's always been, or what we see in the data is, girls almost exclusively play with girl characters. Surprising. Um, but boys will play with girl characters so long as the girl characters are powerful. It actually almost goes back to like old fighting game days, right? Where a guy, you know, when video games were predominantly boys, you know, way back when, Guys didn't mind playing with characters like Cammy and Chun-Li and everything because those are powerful characters. Yeah. It's funny that just in the video game space, that's absolutely true for all these different girl figures that we put out there. I mean, boys still play with them as well. So it's not even like detrimental to sales or anything weird from the business perspective because these are, these are characters that boys know. And as long as they're powerful, they love to play as them. And so like Elsa is the best selling single figure ever. Actually, I think... Uh, I think so the Hulk, I think the big green guy. Hulk, Hulk is Hulk is now. Elsa was on Infinity One. She she outsold everybody, and then Hulk now on on Infinity Two. But the uh, it's because she's powerful. I, I think it also is because the figures are gorgeous. Like they're really cool you looking so? figures. Yeah, oh. I, I was I was looking at the Hulkbuster. Man, that is one really cool looking toy. Like if nothing else, you put that and you're like, look at that. That's yeah, cool. It was crazy. I mean, when we were in New York, Casada uh, was like, "Guys, these are, these are beautiful. You've done a good job." And like that dude's the master, you know. Like impressing him was like, "Ooh, like, <laughs> I can die now, happy." <laughs> uh, and who are so? Who do you have from the like original trilogy Star Wars characters? Is pretty much all the all the heavy hitters. So yeah, we've got uh, you know Luke and Leia come in the starter or come in the the playset pack for that. And then you've got Han, Chewie, and Vader. And Han throws carbonite grenades. So, in the toy box. Yeah, in the toy box. <laughs> so if you ever want to see what Mickey Mouse looks like encased in carbonite, now's your chance since I have Disney Infinity. That's going to be screen capped so many times. <laughs> well, don't we went to corporate brand for <laughs> approval, so we're, we're good to go. <laughs> so then any character can, can be 
carbonated? Yeah, so they and then they kind of waddle around in carbonite. <laughs> yeah. So you, you do it to your friend, and they're like, ah. Yeah. It's like it's like kind of like being frozen. You know, you get slowed. And you kind of jump along. Sweet sound effects for everyone listening. Sorry. Uh, I heard also there are going to be some Ewoks in the toy box mode with the uh, the little townspeople. Uh, yeah. So uh, Princess Leia, that's her special move. She uh, calls the Ewoks and they just hoard, you know, in and take people out. <laughs> yeah. And then and then yeah. To your point, so that that is her special move. But to your point, yeah, you can put them in as uh, as little townspeople to kind of bounce around. So if you want to create your own version of Endor inside of the toy box you can do that we have all the different pieces the the sky the ground textures and then you can put all the ewoks kind of running around your uh, your tree village there yeah, we got the creator toy on that one too so it builds for you yeah it'll actually procedurally generate uh an ewok, an, an ewok village that's awesome i'm picturing in my head just ewoks storming over a person and just leaving uh, a skeleton <laughs> Which is probably not uh, what you guys have in the game, but in my head, that's what it, that's what it sounds. We don't like. have skeleton technology, <laughs> not yet. We have 4. Jack 0. Skellington. <laughs> <laughs> Four point oh, there a lot go. of skeleton technology. Right. Uh, so, what are you most excited for fans to check out, John? Oh man, you know, there's uh, I, I love the combat. Like, I, I think that it's just uh, it's the expressivity of the combat system with the force and the lightsabers is awesome. So love that, and I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, also, just if you're into the toy box, the, the amount of stuff that you can do this year, the, the path creator tool was really, we thought it was a little bit complex maybe for people to use, but it allows such cool stuff. I mean, like, you can have, you know, AI can now race and it doesn't have to be on a track piece anymore and so you can like have camera cut scenes and you can uh you can move things through the world so like if i want to have like a boss in the world i can attach him to a spline and move it and have the camera move at the same time i mean there's some really cool stuff that you can do with this so i think the stories and the type of games people are going to be able to create whether it be a racetrack or just you know um a even like it's a 2D side scroller, you know. I mean, is or, or possible by this toy, so it's it's really great. Yeah, and in fact, I've seen people already use that that tool to do flight sims, right? So now with the introduction of Star Wars, we have all these different cool airbase vehicles and like X wings and the Millennium Falcon and things like that. And so you can actually then propagate um, Tie fighters into your toy box, attach them to splines, and have them fly on splines, and then put a player into a flight sim with an X-Wing shooting down various TIE fighters that are inside of there. So it's like, for anyone that's listening, I get it. You're probably saying like, whoa. What the hell is a spline? Well, yeah, there's that. Or, or, or like, whoa, only, you know, 3% of your audience is going to do that. And while that may be true, the thing that's cool about it is that all of these designs that our power users make, we put up online and you can download for free. And so, I mean, even after you finish the base game that we've created, there's thousands and thousands of hours worth of content coming from the community. It's actually pretty darn good that um, I think people find a lot of value from. Yeah. And then it's just going to get better this year based on some of these things. Do you, do you guys see, like, machinima made from yes. these? And I, so I imagine that what's going to come out of, you know, in the, the fall and winter as people get really used to all these new tools is going to be bananas. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's going to be super cool. That is my hope. Right. I hope someone does that. (laughs) Uh, Bob was telling me that you have um, the El Cap in the game. We do, the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. In fact, there's there's a high-maintenance guy that's uh, holding the mic right now for me. I'm not high-maintenance. That uh, demanded the El Cap. No, 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 no. (laughs) For anyone listening, that is complete BS. I can't believe you just said that on on Ryan's show. Like A ton of people listen to this. It's going to make me sound like I'm high-maintenance. You're sounding that way right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're paying the butt. I said... It would be cool if we had an area in the game for people that are unfamiliar with how to get actively involved in the community to get actively involved. So that turned into the El Cap. Now, I didn't demand anything. <laughs> Whatever. You're such a dick. It, it was more of a guilt trip than a demand, <laughs> uh, to be fair. But it's, you can now watch John's episodes of Toy Box TV <laughs> stream live into the El Cap. Uh, that was the motive right there. Uh, no. Like, no, 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 no. By the way, I, I, 
There's nothing I know. I, I'm getting right. Now. I can hear the little angel in my head going, "Honey, there's nothing you can do right now to dig yourself out of this hole." I am going to hit you so hard when this thing. I'm going to Hulk smash you. Okay. When this when this ends. Uh, I think that's a good place to end this. But uh, ah, they, as we've there. talked, to, uh, <laughs> as you've hinted at, there's more to come. What we've we've seen already leading up to the Toy Box Summit, uh, maybe even through D23. That's not everything for 3.0. A lot more to talk about. Yeah, and actually, when are you publishing this? Uh, next week or the week after. Oh, okay, so at D23, we're going to show the first trailer for Hulkbuster and Ultron, and we're also going to announce the name of the Marvel playset that we have coming next spring. And since this is going to be happening in the future, I think that we can probably say it right now. Are you ready? Yes, Should we do it at the same time? One, two, three. Marvel Battlegrounds. Nice. It'll be super cool. It'll be a totally different genre of gameplay than we've ever done before inside of Infinity. Uh, it's going to be... you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. It's going to be uh, <laughs> four-player um, co-op. And, oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's going to be wicked. So we're going to show a bunch more of it at New York Comic Con. But for D23 fans, we wanted to make the announcement this week because it didn't make sense to talk about a whole bunch of new Disney content, a whole bunch of new Star Wars content, a whole bunch of new Pixar content, and then, like, we want Marvel fans to be like, ah, uh, where's my Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> so um, we, uh, we worked closely with the games team in order to be able to announce it, and I think people are going to be super excited what the experience is like. This is awesome. And uh, so then I guess we'll see you guys at New York Comic Con. NYCC, baby. Can't wait, Panagos. Hopefully I'll see you before then, though. Yeah, this is true. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. We're here at the Toy Box Summit. Very excited. Disney Infinity 3.0, and I'm joined by... Uh, Bob Lowe, and I'm the game director over the Toy Box for Disney Infinity. What does that mean, That is a great question. (laughs) Uh, Other people have asked me that, uh, but really the game director, we have some very talented artists, very talented programmers, game designers. It's working with all of them and then uh, just kind of setting a vision and getting out of their way and letting them do their job, but making sure we hit our dates, uh, that we hit the quality bar, and just working with those teams to make sure it all comes together on time. For Disney Infinity, it's sort of like the, you know, very broad strokes, two main components, the story Mm -hmm. components and the toy box components, about how many people are working on the toy box stuff at any given time. That's a a really tough question because of how our teams are broken up. Um, I would would say probably half and half. You have half of our studio. Now we have some external studios that we've leveraged, right, for some of the play sets this time. But our studio is probably half working on play sets and then the other half on Toy Box. And the reason I say it's hard is that we have actual uh, internal teams uh, within our studio that work specifically on characters, on effects, and they're not necessarily on a team, but the characters go both in the Toy Box as well as the play sets. Enemies are in the t- Toy Box as well as the play sets. And so they kind of go both ways, but they don't belong to a specific team. But I guess that also is helpful because, you know, yeah. Your folks are split on different products, but then there's so much, I would imagine yeah. there's so much cross-pollination. And, so that, and I think that's how we make sure uh, we keep the, you know, even though the play sets are these true-to-property experiences, and the toy box is kind of this free play area, we kind of keep it so where they, to where they still feel um, all part of the Disney Infinity Universe is where we work very closely with the, toy, with the uh, I'm sorry, the play set teams. And we say, okay, what are the toys that are going to come out of your playset? Hey, yeah, we want these enemies. We want these toys. Oh, that would be great in the toy box. And so working with them, we identify those pieces. We bring them over. And I think the playset teams have different challenges in that obviously they have story approvals, characters, and they got to be true to that experience. Toy box is a lot lighter in the, from the standpoint of us like, hey, we're just bringing over these great toys, and it's really up to the, you know, up to the player to kind of create their own story and experience. And so we don't have uh, as many... Um, approvals uh, from the standpoint <laughs> of story and all of that, but from an art perspective and from a just all that, we still work closely with uh, sure. Marvel and Lucas to make sure it all works. But I, you know, and that's one of the beauty, beautiful parts about the toy box is imagination just goes yep. bananas. And Absolutely. I imagine in the process of building all this stuff, what is that like for your team? Are they just coming up with yeah. crazy stuff that they hope fans come up with? Are they building their own? What is that like? Well, so, so there's, a, there's a couple things here. There's a process of we go through and we kind of brainstorm. We kind of go through, hey, what would be great in the toy box? And we think up these kind of wild ideas 
um, things that we're like, oh man, it'd be awesome if that happened. But then we also have a great community right now, and so we look for feedback from them, right? And so we take that feedback as well and say, hey man, they'd really like to see this toy or these enhancements. So we take that as well as like, hey, let's also throw some crazy stuff at them that we've come up with, and that's a combination of the two. For, you know, we're, we're not really talking as much about the, the Marvel stuff because 3.0, you guys are doing so much crazy cool stuff yeah. with, uh, with Star Wars and Lucas, but we did have huge content come out of 2.0. Yeah. Uh, what was some of your favorite stuff from the Marvel side and the, the toy box components? Uh, the characters. I mean, I, I still, uh, to this day, love playing with the uh, 2.0 characters. Uh, the powers that they have, flight. Uh, the web swinging by you know, Spider-Man uh, is still it, it's just so much fun to play from a locomotion perspective, from a combat perspective. Uh, so the, I think the characters, for me, is the, is, the, is the biggest part that came out of 2.0. What, um, what are the surprising things? I mean, have you been able to, first I should say, have you been able to walk around and see what some of the, the community members have been creating here at the summit so far? So, no, they just started a they couple hours started, ago, okay. so we haven't quite seen mm-hmm. this. So we do know we've given them their themes that they have to build within. Ooh, what are the but, themes? Uh, so they're all, they're all going with their uh, different planets and or uh, Lucas-themed, uh, Star Wars-themed uh, areas. So one has the Death Star. Mm-hmm. We have Hoth. We have Tatooine. Um, we have uh, Endor. And then Coruscant. So they all have to build within that theme and come up with some story and some compelling gameplay to be judged on. Uh, <laughs> so it should be fun. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, it's like Star Wars is so ingrained in so many people's yeah. memories and they're, they're just what they love. It's a, a lot like Marvel, a lot yep. like Disney. Uh, so the creative things that are going to come out of this are going to be wild. And we did this last year. We had the Toy Box Summit. Yep. last year and saw some amazing stuff come out of it. I remember there was a really great Groot uh, yeah. uh, toy box level that came out. In fact, that was the winner. That was the winner. And as part of that winning, uh, the, the, the prize uh, that was by Lauren Mighty Jitus, she actually is now a townsperson in the game. <laughs> so what? we showed that earlier and you missed that, but uh, actually she has a townsperson you can put in, you can pick up, throw around, kick around, looks like her. Uh, it's a lot of fun. She loved it. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so really the winner of the community vote this time around, all of them get uh, townspeople representing them in the game as well. That's a, <laughs> a pretty cool incentive. It is, pretty, it is pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Um, but we saw so many great things in that short span of time. What was it like watching the community get their hands on the mm-hmm. game over those first couple, especially those first couple months when it's just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my yeah. God. So there's a little bit of panic on my side as a game director <laughs> because it's like, what are they going to do? But then you start seeing them come up with crazy ways uh, to use the toys that we never even thought about. Uh, and a great example of that is in 2.0, we put a weather vane toy in the toy box. And basically, you could set it up so that it just blew a force in a specific direction. And so like it blow the avatars or anything physics-related in that direction. Well, we thought it would just be fun. Just from a gameplay, you're always fighting that. You have to, you know, when you're jumping, platforming, you have to watch out for that. Well, the community team takes that, and they start building significant gameplay things. Like, they actually, using the Weather Bane toy, made it to where you could actually control a townsperson character instead of an avatar. So you're as a blockhead controlling a blockhead left or right, using the bu- button mapper toy, and the Weather Bane, because they hit left on the thing, now it triggers the Weather Bane to blow that way up. And, you know, so the Weather Bane would blow them in the way that they were pushing on the actual... So, I mean, these guys just take the toys... Um, that we've given them or the tools that we've given them and they start using it in ways that we never even thought of and that's actually a lot of fun to see what they come up with I, uh, that right there what you yeah. said is, is kind of wild do yeah. you guys i'm sure you have uh some statistics and some interesting stuff who are the most popular marvel characters from 2.0 used in uh in the toy box we do have all those stats um i can't i mean i obviously i think i, I mean i remember the top top ones you have uh captain america is one of the i think one of the highest i can't remember what the stat what the actual percentages are but you still have hulk spider-man um i think they were up there um man that's a good question i can't remember what the numbers are sure. but we do and they're yeah we yeah. have those spot. and were there I, I, maybe it's a similar thing i'm just curious what the components were like what were fans constantly gravitating towards in terms of what their what they could build and and the components that were going into it because i'm interested in then 
are there cool things that you've thrown into 3.0 that you think fans will do the same with? Um, as far as how it ties to characters? I'm not no, sure. No, you know, like uh, things that they can, you know, special kind of pieces that they can put in the, the toy box levels that they're building that yeah. you think that, that you saw a lot of use in. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so in 2.0, we, we started, we put in a lot of these things called uh, building sets. And what it, it was is it, you give them a number of pieces, but allowed them to create a full city just by putting the pieces together yeah. in different ways. So you have a set of like 20 pieces, but using those 20 pieces, they could create a complete city. And uh, we saw that being used everywhere. And so we've definitely added to that. We've made an indoor forest building set, uh, Main Street USA from Parks and Resorts building set. Um, and, you know, even a couple more um, that now the, the, the players can use those to kind of create these immersive worlds and their own stories. Um, so adding that to, the, you know, the new tools, the storytelling tools and all that that we've given them, uh, I think they're going to be able to create some really compelling games and some really compelling experiences. Not just, not just fun gameplay. It's sure. like I get an experience when I go into this. And they can take that back and use all those pieces now and create incredible Marvel experiences, right, with all the Marvel characters. So... With 3.0, obviously, there's a focus on Lucas because all of the new Lucas stuff coming in, but we still have all of those Marvel toy box items and the great characters. Plus, you add to that the new game-making tools, and I've already spoken to you know several here, and they're just, I mean, they're obviously several Star Wars fans, Lucas fans, <laughs> but there's just as many Marvel fans, diehards, that are like, I can't wait to get my hands on this so I can go back and retrofit a Marvel toy box that I did with this in it. What and, are some of those uh, those pieces that you're talking about? So, by far and away, the most powerful one that we've given is a, it's called a pathway toy. So they can actually lay down a path in a toy box and then it can attach a toy to it. So for example, uh, they could build the helicarrier, mm -hmm. uh, put the helicarrier on this path and it actually be flying through the sky or anything that they created. You can put enemies on the path. You can put vehicles on the path. So what it does, is it gives them the ability to put motion and gameplay into the world where they didn't have that ability before. In fact, the only thing they had was really that weather vane toy, which could blow things around. This actually allows them to move cameras, do cut scenes, all those kinds of things. Very powerful toy. We were wanting to do it at the end of 2.0, but it was just, it was too complex to get in in the time. And so we continued it, uh, put a tremendous amount of time and effort into it. And so it's now it's coming out in three and uh, really excited to see what people create with that. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Big question for me, yeah. are there Ewoks available in toy box mode? There are. Yes. Ewoks townspeople, yep. I love it. Put them in there, kick them around, throw them around, <laughs> let them run around, whatever you want to do with them. I mean, they're vicious little creatures. They, they, <laughs> they're they're kind of dangerous. Uh, um, so they're not that vicious in the toy box, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose they're between... They're cute. They're more cute. That's fair. Okay. They're also very cute. Yeah. Uh, if you had to choose between having a lightsaber and Captain America shield, what would you pick? And I, uh, no judgment here. No uh, judgment. You know what? So <laughs> I'll go honest answer. Uh, ranged weapons, it's hard to beat. I'd go with the shield. It, it has so many uses. It does. Yeah. You know, it's just the fact, and, and I'm looking at our characters and the way that we've built them uh, within the Infinity Universe, and then having that ranged attack versus the lightsaber, I mean, that's always better to be able to take that from uh, a distance. So I'd go with Captain America. Good answer. <laughs> we like it. Uh, are there any um, toy box levels that you've built that fans can check out? So there will be released uh, new toy box levels that utilize the 3.0 tools uh, when the game releases. So they'll be up and available that fans can go and download uh, via the menus. In uh, one of the neat new things that we're doing in uh, 3.0 is we have a new toy box hub. And as part of that hub in one of the areas, there's the new El Capitan Theater. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, yeah. I spent uh, 36 straight hours there. I oh, think. did you really? For wow. the, uh, we did a marathon of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Oh, wow. And I, me and uh, awesome. Mark, on my, who, who's on my team, we You know it well, it then. Oh, yeah. So that is now in. But That's that is, amazing. You go and you, and you go into the, the El Cap Theater in the toy box. And what it is, is it features... Uh, and highlights the best toy boxes that they can just go and stream and play. But they can also go watch Toy Box TV with John Vignocchi and Allison. Um, and so uh, I think it's going to be a lot more accessible for all the players. They can go in day one, access some of these great toy boxes that we'll make available. And then as community uh, members continue to, to, 
to put toy boxes towards these contests, uh, just even more will become available over time with all the new 3.0 tools. So. That's awesome. Are there yeah. any that you specifically have built no. that they can check out? We are what are so, you doing? We, that's a good question. What do I do? <laughs> uh, we're so busy on just trying to get yep. the game done, but we do have the community team that we hired, um, and they have been busy building those, and those are the toy boxes that we're making available. Yeah. And so they do a great job. Yeah, they're some smart cats. I remember yeah. talking to them last year yep. a lot. Uh, they're smart, they're creative, uh, and they have some great stuff. And I would imagine incredibly passionate about the source Absolutely. material that they're working with, which is all we really want, right? Yeah, you know, no doubt about it. It's great. Yep. Cool. Yep. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it, Agent M. My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool stuff, and that that's going to wrap it up for our D23 special. But, um, yeah, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, we'll catch you soon. Shrami, what is your ridiculous sign-off? Uh, well, it doesn't really make sense in this context, but I'll give my ridiculous sign up of uh, we thank you all for listening. We wish you a splendiferous weekend, a splendiferous-er <laughs> week, and as always, remember, drink your Ovaltine. Oh, gosh. Uh, this is Marvel, your universe.